Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. This is episode 727. This is my solo rant, and today I am sharing the final six of 12 productivity hacks. I hope you enjoy. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. How the heck are you? Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. Lee Martinotti here. Bloody great to have you with me. Guys, today I'm sharing the final six of 12 productivity hacks, becoming a more productive you, 12 ways to effectiveness. I started last week off with the first six, and this week I'm sharing the final six. So this is from a blog I wrote some time ago. Now, I don't claim to be the most effective or productive person in the world, but I can certainly get a heck of a lot done and use my time pretty wisely, I believe. So hopefully some of these hacks, uh, that I call them hacks, I don't know about hacks, but some of these ideas can help you with your productivity as well. So let's begin. The first one today is plan the day and only use to-do lists as necessary. So I'm in two minds when it comes to writing lists, but I feel the benefits of a list still supersede the cons. You see, when you rely on a list to get things done, it becomes a go-to guide and can take away the automation and routine of life. If we are reliant on lists when we are without, things may slip. So that's why I believe that sometimes lists aren't the best way to go about getting things done. If you live your days by themes, as I mentioned in last week's episodes, then the the to-do lists should only ever be a necessary means of reminding yourself of things to do. And that's all it should be, is taking notes down so you can really focus your energy on the task at hand. So rather than you know, jumbling your mind with things on a shopping list and trying to improve your memory by remembering things on a shopping list, write them down. You've got more important things to put into your memory. So that's why I think sometimes lists are not the best way to go and sometimes why lists can be important. I think it's good to train your memory by not using lists. I think it's also good for routine by running your life on themes, things that you value, so you can be more purposeful in the moment. But I think it is also a good way and a good thing to do to use lists in efforts to outsource some of those unimportant things in your mind. Hope that makes sense. Number eight, start the day off by attending to the most important task first. So this is not my idea, that's for sure. It's been out there, it's been done before. In the book, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy, he suggests that we tackle the most pressing, uncomfortable and important tasks first. Sometimes these are the tasks that we tend to procrastinate over, that we may not enjoy as much, that we could be we could find more time consuming. They may require more energy and focus and our attention. These are the reasons why we often put them off and not do them first up. But this is exactly the sort of task we should start the day off with. And I believe this method works. I've put it into my life. Actually, I remember when I read this, I did things in reverse. I did things exactly as Brian Tracy said most people do them. And when I flipped it around and focused on the most important thing first, I found myself being more productive each day. So don't wait until 6 p.m. to do your exercise. Do it the first thing in the morning. By waiting to the afternoon, not knowing what else may arise throughout the day, you may find your energy and willpower drained and depleted, and then you may just give up and skip the exercise routine in the afternoon. Now, if you're a disciplined mofo, then 6 p.m. works for you, keep doing it. But to me, I find that doing my exercise first up means I know I get it done, but there's also benefits of doing exercise first up. It gives me more energy for all those other tasks for the rest of the day. I think living by themes, what I mentioned last week as well, is very important. And it gives you an idea of what you should perhaps do first as well. Because when you align 
your activities with what you value in life, what's important to you, and you get those things done first, you just feel bloody good about yourself. So I think by doing those things first can be really beneficial as well. So for me, you know, writing or recording a podcast in the morning is great. Meditation is one of those things that makes me feel good. Focusing on my health certainly gives me energy throughout the rest of the day as well. What you find is when you flip things around, when you focus on the hardest tasks first, you feel more accomplished. Yes, you're not probably ticking as many things off that list that you've got there next to you, but you're focusing on the main one. And what you what you find is that all those other things that you need to get done in day become just really bloody easy. So that's a really good, um, really good, really good productivity hack. Start the day off by attending to the important tasks first. Just get them. One, two, three, go. Just do it. Next one is outsource more. I don't really need to talk about this too much. But we really need to outsource some of those things. Now, I believe when you look at your daily lists, your daily tasks, the things you do, the things that take up a lot of your time, there are lots of things that are important. There are lots more things that are unimportant. And of those things that are unimportant, they chew up a lot of your time. So you need to really look at them and go, okay, what are the 20% of things that are giving me the 80% of the results? Now, those results might be financial results. They might be business results. They might be personal results. They might be... Um, about your happiness. What are the 20% of the things I do daily that are bringing me 80% of my happiness? Those are the things you need to do. Don't outsource those things. They're, they're really important. The 80%, the rest of the stuff, the rest of the shit is what we can look at outsourcing. You may first actually look at that and go, well, that 80%, that's just unimportant. I don't know why that's even on my list. I did this task a couple of years ago and it was amazing, all the stuff that I was doing day to day that I just didn't need to do at all that I threw in the bin and got rid of it. Man, it saved me a lot of energy and time. But there was a lot of things that I still needed to do that were important. They probably weren't bringing me in all the results, but they were still important to what I was doing but I didn't need to be doing them. It wasn't a good use of my time, so I outsourced them. I had a virtual assistant and she helped me do a lot of that. She helped alleviate a lot of that work. So where you can is outsource it. Another great example is um, that I used years ago. I used to iron my shirts and I was ironing five to six shirts a week. Man, I hated ironing, but it also took up time. You know, It used to take me an hour and a half of time on a weekend. Now, at this stage, I just had a, a newborn. I had a child. I wanted to spend my time on the important things. I found a lady that could do it for $1.50 a shirt. I mean, I was crazy. Spending an hour and a half of my time, she could do it a lot quicker than me, quicker than me, this lady, but spending an hour and a half of my time ironing shirts just didn't make sense when I could outsource it for about you know 10 to 15 bucks, a few cups of coffee a week. So those are the things you can look at to outsource. Look at how can I outsource some of the stuff that is important to my life, is important to what I'm trying to achieve here, but get that someone else to do it, maybe more affordably, so I can focus my attention on the critical tasks, on the bigger picture things. Uh, really important tip, outsource where you can. Don't just wait, act, take action. Um, this is procrastination, and the simple formula that I have is three, two, one, go. I'm a big believer in doing what you say you're gonna do. Now, this muscle takes time to build. It takes practice and you have to discipline yourself to build this muscle. But it really does build. And since I wrote this task, I was pretty poor, really. I can't believe I wrote this because, yes, I realized that I needed to take action. And I'm probably always been, you know, someone who takes action more than sits around waiting for things to happen. But still, there was that level of things where I said I was going to do something and didn't do it. I procrastinated. I didn't take action. And one tool that helped me was just counting down three, two, one, go. So when you're lying in bed, for example, you've got the alarm coming off, you know you need to get up because you want to go for a run or you want to 
I don't know, whatever you want to do in the morning, you've got this ambition, you said to yourself that you're going to get up at you know, five o'clock and go do this thing. And then you, you, your alarm goes off, you're lying in bed and you're just like, uh, you know, rolling around procrastination. I used to hit that snooze button so often. I was just constantly tapping it. I hardly ever do that anymore. I'm usually up before my alarm, to be honest. But what helps me when I do feel like I'm lying there a little bit too long, I just go, this is it, Lee, three, two, one, and I just take action. That's what you can do. There is a lot of other hacks there that go around this, but it's a really good formula. Don't negotiate with your mind. Be integral with your word. If you say you're going to do something, do it. When you take action, you'll find yourself being able to do that more often in the future as well. You may not, after taking action, feel that it was the best decision to do, but that doesn't matter. At least you took action. That's what it's all about, taking action. That's that's, uh, hack number 10. Hack number 11, get your energy right. With the right health and fitness, your energy to do things increases dramatically. I've tried and tested this and proven it to myself again and again, yet by no means am I perfect. I'm still trying to get the energy right and I'm still working on things, old habits, old behaviors that I'm ironing out that have sapped, sapped? I don't even know if that's the right terminology, but they have taken away my energy in the past. So I'm really working on that, but it's so important. Once you have the really good energy, you can get so much more done with your day. So that means, you know, the basics. And I don't need to say it and go into too much detail. Get enough sleep. Get whatever amount of sleep is good for you. Exercise. Make sure your physical health is in good form. Go out there and eat well. Eat as best you can. When you drink alcohol, when you eat rubbish, it really affects your energy. And I'm a, you know, <laughs> I've been a big drinker and I still love to have a beer. But I even know if I have a few beers now at a night and I'm getting up at five o'clock in the next morning, I I can see and I can feel, I can taste the difference um, in my performance. So really making sure you're consuming the right stuff, that you're digesting the right stuff is good. What you digest is, is really important. And that doesn't even mean the food, you know, the mental diet is just as important for your energy as well. Make sure you get the right level of inspiration, the motivation, the, the mental content that's actually positive, that's conducive to the energy levels that you want. If you listen to all this negative stuff, you know, turning on the TV day after day, listening to the gossip, listening to this and that, that is just not purposeful to your life, cut it off, cut it out, turn it off, switch it off. I don't care, just get rid of it. Make sure you focus on your energy, really important, enough said. Number 12, learn, study, and continue self-improvement. This is one of my themes in life. It is growth. It is something that I talk about in the Ultimate Life Map. It is a fundamental life principle. We need to constantly be learning and growing. Actually, I just went to a teaching with the local Buddha, the monk up here, and he talked about ignorance. That's one of the six inflictions of our of our lives. And ignorance is really just tuning out. It's the unknown. It's not knowing. And I think, you know, <coughs> excuse me, I probably don't have the right level of information to give to you today, but really um, it's just it's tuning out and, and just ignoring to know. That's what, to me, this is all about. And growth is about the opposite. It's about opening up. It's about being open to learning. It's about being open to growth. And that's what this hack is really all about to me. I think we need to compare ourselves to who we were yesterday, not anyone else. I think that's a really important point. If we can try and aim to be 1% better each day in all or any aspect of life over the course of a year, that's 3,800% improvement. Now, that's just a figure that I got from James Altucher. I don't care how important or, or accurate it is. The point is, is just aim to be a little bit better than you were yesterday. That's how we're going to really move forward in our life. Now, if we can aim to be 1% better than we were yesterday, 
Do you think that's going to help our productivity? Absolutely. So there are numerous ways you can really um, grow yourself. It's Number one is first knowing what your values are, knowing what your goals are, knowing what your daily activities are, and then measuring it, making sure you're tracking it because you know, when you track it, you can really give yourself the feedback. You can really see where you went wrong or right, and then you can replicate what you did or or cut out what you didn't do and change things up. That's a really good way to do it. There are books, there are audio uh, books, there are podcasts, there are seminars to attend. You can go out there online and ask people for help. Man, I go out there all the time and I ask people for um, an interview on my podcast. The shit that I learn from these people is just amazing. It's it's overwhelming. So we can all do that. I'm no special guru going out there and asking people for an interview. If you've got a passion in life, hey, that's a great way to do it. And I highly recommend doing it. If you've got a real big passion and you just want to learn more about, I don't know, making cakes, go out there, start a podcast called Cake Making 101 and just interview all the people you can find online about cake making. Man, that's just one idea of how to really improve your growth. Self-improvement is important for your productivity, and that is hack number 12. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.